Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, I am, I have so many emotions this morning that words cannot articulate my joy. And I'm excited about today's word. It's going to be brief, but it just opened up so much for me. So hi, my name is Latasha Martin. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast, this is episode 27. And the topic is called, Who Knew? Who Knew? So I mentioned to you guys, if you've been with me for the last couple of weeks, that um, I was working on something in the month of June that I felt exploded. But I really think that God was saying, Latasha, your hustle is getting in the way of me being able to speak to your heart clearly. So seven days ago, God had me put that down. Like I had to stop focusing on that activity and I had to shift my attention over to another activity, which was me um, doing a virtual production and using some different people who were working with me. Uh, One person I've been working with for over 10 years, but the dynamics, it's just so many things that God showed me over the last seven days. And I had to put that thing down. And so yesterday was the big event was the big event and it was awesome because it's one thing when you are able to work with people in the secular world and then you work with people in the faith world but it is like amazing not amazing remember that song that was like a joke when this guy said amazing grace it was amazing to work with someone who had um was like-minded and you knew they had you you had them, they were strategic, they understood technical, and then they also were a believer. And so it blessed my heart that um, before the event that someone could pray over me. I mean, that moment in itself just took me all to a place that y'all don't even know. And so this morning I was just thanking God. My heart was so full. My body was so exhausted. Like I'm really battling right now because I want to go out and exercise this morning, but I have a big day in front of me today. So I really shouldn't go out and exercise. I am going to move at some point today, but I really need to allow my body to rest and reflect on all that God did yesterday. But this morning when I was saying, well, God, what am I going to share Uh, with the people who have just had me, you know, I think we're up to episode, I don't know, somewhere in the 900 uh, videos, but I said, what am I going to say to them? And it was such a simple thing because I've heard people say this so often and tell me with a number one, or tell me with a comment of some hearts of some sort, if you've ever heard this statement before, And I never knew it was in the Bible. And that is my mom has been saying to me since I was in high school, um, your gift will make room for you. Has, did anybody else know that I I didn't know that was in the Bible. I thought that was one of those old little sayings that people will say, I didn't know. I I hadn't heard it there. And so then I was like, well, let me just see God. Like, is that true? Like, is is this like biblical? Because what I've been learning a lot, listening to people who are great speakers, motivational speakers, inspirational, all of that, is that a lot of the stuff that people share is a biblically based thing that they put their spin on. But I'm in such a place right now that I don't want to put spins on God's word. Like his word is enough, just like he is enough. And so I was in the book of, I looked it up. I went to the source, right? The Google. 
And I was looking it up and I said, okay, so in Proverbs 18, 16, it says, a gift opens the way for the giver and ushers him into the presence of the great. And so even though I read that in the NIV translation, I said, no, nah, my mom don't really like, she, she usually doesn't put a spin on the word. And my mom was always reading the new King James version or the King James version of the text. So I said, let me go to the King James version of the text. And this is what it said, like blew me away. Like took my, like what they say, flip my wig back. It says in the King James version, Proverbs 16, I'm sorry, Proverbs 18, 16. It's the 16th chap verse. It says, a man's gifts maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. I didn't even think I was going to get this emotional this morning. And so when I when I reflected on yesterday, this morning, the reason my heart was so full is because there were some pieces to this whole thing about your gift making room for you and God showing you that like, ah, that's it, right? So one of the things that I'm recognizing is if you ask God to show you your gift, sometimes, let me, let me say me. Sometimes we devalue God's gift. We devalue God's gift because it comes so easy to us, even though it might be a challenge. Like there were so many technical pieces and God like literally like it was pushing me to like stretch and and call out to God and and work with my partner through this process. And I, I really had to do some things that were like stretching me. But the thing that was crazy is after the event happened, it, it reminded me of when I have planned weddings or I have planned other projects. And I said, the gifting is, is, is this area of being able to coordinate and to communicate and execute on like things that have a lot of details because you know the details is where that can make or break an event. And what I share with people often is the easier that the event looks like it was to do, the more work happened on the back end, trust that. So if you ever go to like, if you see something online, if you see something in person and it looks like flawless, like a lot of people right now are watching Hamilton again. And I giggle cause I'm like, I couldn't even imagine all of the details that it takes to do something like a production like Hamilton, but, but trust that the person who wrote that, like that was a gift. And so I believe that God, put this person in front of great people so that it could come together. So the first thing is we devalue the gift. And yesterday I didn't like I stood on understanding that God has given me something, even when I wasn't sure how he was going to turn it all out because you just don't know. And then the second thing after us devaluing the gift, sometimes we don't even recognize this is for somebody. Let me get closer to the mic. This is for somebody today. Sometimes we don't even recognize what we have is a gift. Do you even recognize, do you take time and ask God to show you like, what is your gifting? Right? Like I know there's four things. I've said them before, teaching, speaking, 
um, giving and serving. Like th those are my things, teaching, speaking, giving and serving. So those are like the big buckets of the gifts. But how God chooses to use those gifts, the thing is, do you even recognize them are a gift? Let me give you a telltale that it's a gift. If you do something and it, it, it comes to you easy and, and time just passes by so quickly, that's probably a gift. And maybe you don't recognize it as a gift because you don't know how to articulate it as a gift. And so what happens is, is when you don't recognize that it's a gift and you don't value it as a gift, you don't even look to it as a source to make a way out of no way in other aspects of your life. Well, what do you mean by that, Latasha? Well, what I mean by that is, is that when you're functioning from a place of activating your gift, then what happens is, is that there's some different places that in the beginning will be uncomfortable. So let me talk about like, if you're living your gift out occupationally, one of the things that are hard, and I used to say when I was in training, because I think it was in 06 when I wrote, I want to speak for a living. The hardest thing for me was, is because it was an occupation, it was hard to monetize the gift. Because I felt like, why would somebody pay me for this? I even used to say, when I was working in what I thought was my dream job, which was my last job, I would say, I love my work so much that even if they didn't pay me, I would do this work. Now, that is knowing that you're working in your gift. Yes, it is, because you enjoy it. No matter the hills and valleys, like the big chunk is you enjoy the work. But the key is I had to, I had to do something different with this mouth right here. Because the more I started to say, I would do this even if they didn't pay me, I was doing my day job. And when I was picking up my side hustle, because it was an extension of my day job with different clients that did not conflict with my day job, I was giving it away in the beginning. I wasn't valuing the gift. And I'd say foolish things like, oh my gosh, well, my job pays me for this. I can't even believe it. And then my side hustle, I wasn't monetizing it because I had something in my brain. And what God had to do is he had to change my position even when I was doing my side hustle because what I didn't realize is that the side hustle was going to transition into my full-time thing. And I had to learn how to negotiate when money wasn't the thing that was a driving force. So now when I negotiate as a business person, the money conversation isn't complicated because he prepared me for this. I just didn't know what he was doing. And so yesterday and this morning when I was sitting here, I'm like, but how does this experience help somebody else? This, this is what I want to challenge you with, like for real, for real. And there's two ways that I want to present this as an offer to you, two ways. The first thing is, is that if you don't know your gift, I really challenge you and I encourage you to spend some time alone with God for real and ask him, Lord, what are my gifts? And let's just say you're one of these people that has a very difficult time 
hearing from God. Maybe you're like, I don't know him like that yet. Like, I don't know him like that. I don't know. I think that's a song or something, a joke. I don't know him like that. Then what I want you to do is I want you to ask people, if you were to ever recommend me to somebody for something, what would that thing be and why? Like, ask that question. What would it be and why? Why, why, would, you, why would you recommend me for that? And then this is what I know. And my mom, I'm, I've been talking about my mom a lot lately, but my mom used to always tell me that whatever you are in the world, because this is the good news for the saints that are like, well, she's talking about this. And I'm not, and listen, hear what I'm telling you. I ain't telling you to jump ship on your day job. I'm not telling you to leave your job. I'm not telling you to change your jobs because there is a process to this. Like it's, it's not an overnight thing. Like yesterday's success was 10 years of preparation. Okay. So that area I have been in with, with spaces of thousands of people, for, for years. So let's just be clear occupationally, like I've been doing that. So I'm not give, saying this thing about your gifting that you I recognize, oh, this is my gift. Let me quit my job. Oh, this is my gift. Let me run to my pastor and tell him I should do this in church because there is a process for this. But what my mom always would say is, and then whatever your gifting is in the world, then you have the beauty and the discernment to do it in ministry. And sometimes God will say, there is no investment because you're truly blessing somebody. But sometimes the Holy Spirit will say, no, there is a fee for this because it's your work. And that always gets into a messy area. And that is not the topic for today. The topic for today is who knew? Who knew that when we talk about some things in the natural world, that yes, they are in the, in the word of God. But... I will say that treading into this place of hearing from him this way and understanding this, I believe it will change your life. I will, it will change your life because after the event was done yesterday and my partner has worked with me on other events. So he was cracking up because I was like, whoo, God sure did show up. He did exceedingly and abundantly. I was just like on pins and needles through the whole thing. Then I started getting emotional, like nothing's going wrong. Everything's going right. And this is what he said to me. He was like, I wouldn't have said yes. I was fully confident. Like I've worked with you before, <laughs> but I was still so grateful. I was so grateful. And so I wanted to share my excitement with you because I want you to understand that even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of a world seeming like there's so much uncertainty, even in a world where you're just like, I, I, I don't even know, like maybe I'm really, I love, love, love working with old people changing bedpans. And I would love to do that, but it could never pay enough for me to live. And, and what I wanna tell you is, you better stop thinking that way. Because what God has shown me since 06 is, once you know what it is and you do Habakkuk 2-2 and write the vision, and if you believe that occupationally you should be doing that thing, he, this is not a lie. Like this, let, let, me, let me go back to the King James Version. It is not a lie. When he says here in Proverbs 18 and 16, a man's gift maketh room for him. He bringeth him before great men. 
And what I believe that text means is that the doors of opportunities will open up and will be exceedingly and abundantly more if you trust God. Doesn't mean there won't be problems. Doesn't mean there won't be struggles. Doesn't even mean that you won't get that flutter in your belly when you're about to invoke or participate in something that you're like, this is my gifting. But this is what I also know. If you are a person that's fuzzy, or if the people that are around you are always trying to transform or manipulate what you think you're hearing from God, because the word talks about, you know, wise counsel, then connect, collaborate, create is a great source for mentorship. And maybe you're uncomfortable with that. You can use Latasha as the broker of the connection, because sometimes I know the pulse of the people in the group more than you. But then if you're still saying, I'm trying to figure it out, and and, and specifically if it's with your career, there are some resources and tools that my company can offer support in. We have the Career Academy, which is a very low investment right now still for just $27 a month, where we have an academy that has a lot of great content. And every week we do a live training session on new information, great resource. You can work with us one-on-one and do a career strategy, or I'll call it a side hustle strategy because you might want to put some things around your business. Now, I do want to say, you know, being a part of Connect and Collaborate Create membership has its privileges. So there is a discount, but I do not do that work for free. So I don't even want y'all to misunderstand that. And this is not a sales pitch. This is a me speaking and teaching and practicing what I preach statement. But if you are really struggling and you're like, every time I keep winding up in these jobs I don't like, or I got the job and it doesn't pay me enough or whatever it is, I'm here to tell you this morning, even if you don't know your way, let's just say, forget the career thing. Let's talk about in church. You're saying I have been in church and right now we're in virtual church or my church is opening back up and I don't know my place in ministry. Can I just, can I, can I give you a clarity statement? Um, The building is not the church. We are. I don't know if you knew that. Like we are the church. And so if I'm the church, there's something God wants you to do that's connected to ministry. And in that, maybe there is no money. But the payoff is the obedience and the glorification of who God is through you doing the work. And because he had a plan for you, You can do it like nobody else can do it because you were built for that. Isn't there like a statement? You were built for that. So don't downplay any of the skills that God has given you. Stop doing that. Stop saying, I don't have room to, 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 to do things in ministry. I don't have enough time to serve. That was my excuse for years. And then I found a place where I could lock into my church for about 12 years. I was doing something. No, maybe it was eight years. I don't know. It was a long time. I was serving in one capacity. And then from that opportunity, my responsibility shifted into something where now I'm more of a connector and I help people and I I serve in my church a different way. But your ministry, there is, okay, back it outside of the context of the building in the organized religion. Your ministry work might be that you are an encourager. And that God gives you, that you are an intercessor, like you're a prayer person, like people's names pop in your head and God causes you and encourages you to pray for these people. 
that's still relevant. So I'm sharing this all with you today to simply say that you do have a gift. You're not living and breathing for no reason at all. We all have a gift. And now we know that if it's in the word of God, that there must be some merit to it. There must be some reason for it. And so my challenge for you is to spend some time with God, asking him, what is my gift? God, what is my gift? And help me to value the gift. And if I don't know how to do it, and this area is not the source, then you ask God to give you some wisdom or to send somebody to you who can help you understand how to articulate your gift. Because we serve a good God who wants you, who wants to use all of you, but he allows you to volunteer to participate in kingdom work. That's the God that we serve. So thank you so much for staying with me today, being patient and hearing my joy and my excitement and my testimony today because we serve a good God. And so until tomorrow, I'll say bye.